1: Good morning, Chicago. Welcome to the Fully Alive radio program and podcast, which is the radio program podca- podcast of the H- Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity at the Archdiocese of Chicago. I am one of your hosts this morning, Dawn Fitzpatrick, and with me is my co-worker, Ray Pingoy. Welcome, Ray. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is so exciting. I love this new format. We get to look at ourselves on TV <laughs> as we talk. It's kind of cool, right, That's Ray?
2: That's right. I get to look at myself. Yes. Yes. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I apologize. Before
1: you just heard our voices, <laughs> now you get to see us. Isn't this cool? <laughs> awesome. So, um, so this is pretty exciting. I think it is officially summer now. It is. Right. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. That's right. That's right. Yes. I know last time we uh, we came to you all over the airwaves, it was unofficially Unofficial. officially summer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was right after the the uh, memorial day weekend
2: yeah we're feeling it we're feeling summer oh my
1: gosh mm. steamy steamy steamy
2: lots of thunderstorms and all those tornado watches yep. and i have
1: this this little dog who just won't go out because it's too hot <laughs> which is kind of frustrating i don't blame her i, I know I know. <laughs> I know so uh so this morning it's kind of exciting we are getting ready for our annual echo conference this year it's going to be a little different Um, we're calling it echo chicago mini Mm -hmm. it's just a weekend for young adults um, and we're going to kind of dedicate this entire program to echo chicago and, uh, and what it's all about and actually joining us on the phone this morning is the famous brian butler are you there brian
3: Good morning, Don. Good morning, Ray. Great Good to be morning. with y'all.
1: Yes. Now, Brian is uh, the executive director of Dumox Ministries, and he is the founder of Echo and the one who decided to partner with us so many years ago to bring Echo to Chicago. What a gift! Yes, yes. So we're really looking forward to seeing you in just a little over a week.
3: We're uh, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Our team's looking forward to it. It's uh, it's an exciting time. As I'm as I'm. Uh, talking with you at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, you know we are actually doing another another Echo retreat right mm-hmm, now, so mm-hmm. it's all up in my bones, and uh, I'm excited <laughs> to be able to to, to bring this uh, to Chicago yet again. Looking forward to it.
1: Yes, well, I know it's it's such an experience. I know we've done this a number of times now, and um, and I mean you can't help but be a part of Echo if you're at Echo. I know it's it's so wonderful that you're giving us a few minutes because I know you're you really are present there. Um, and when you come here, you'll be present here. So we we appreciate the being able to talk to you for a minute.
2: And Brian, is this is the Echo that you're at right now in Louisiana? Is that just for the young adults, or all? It's the full blown Echo with the teens and everything.
3: Yeah, this is a, a, a young adult one. Okay. Uh, Echo began uh, first just for teenagers, mm-hmm. and then the second iteration of it was for teenagers and young adults. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we started to have a third iteration, which was sometimes to only do it for young adults. And so that's the, the one that I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, a version of that is what we'll be doing with you guys and, uh, you know, coming up real soon.
1: Right. It's, it's so it's so cool. And it's nice, nice and very fun to hear the evolution of Echo. So you started doing this just for teens. Um, and what was that like and how, where did that start?
3: Well, it actually started uh, interestingly. So, I'm, I'm as I'm speaking to you today, I'm in Homa, Louisiana, mm-hmm. and I was in Homa about. 15, 16 years ago when I did a, a major Theology of the Body weekend retreat for teens, mm-hmm. and this young man at the end of the retreat was flying high, and uh, mm-hmm. his name was Ryan, and Ryan looks at me at the end of this retreat, he's probably 16 years old, and he's like, man, what if we were to do this for like a whole week? <laughs> and and I was like, you know, I thought that was fun, but I saw all the logistics and all the, you know, all the difficulty that that yeah. would be, and I was like, yeah, it's a nice idea, Ryan, mm-hmm. and and the coming, you know weeks after that, I started thinking about it and praying about it and started feeling this tug, like the Lord kind of whispering in my heart, yeah, you should try to do this week-long, like, Theology of the Body retreat uh, yeah. for young people. And so I went to my archbishop at the time, and I was getting ready to ask him permission to do it in our archdiocese in New Orleans, and uh, which is where I'm from. And as I'm sitting down with him to, about to ask him this question, like in the first minute of our of our meeting, he says, Brian, I've been thinking, what if you were to do like a week long theology of the body retreat? Uh, <laughs> the Holy and Spirit! I, and I was I almost fell out of my chair. Oh I my couldn't gosh. believe that he had been inspired with the same sort of message from the Holy Spirit. So that began it and, and as we said, then it began with teens and adults and now uh, you know, um, it 's been twelve years since we did that first echo retreat and uh, we've we 've had the gift of being able to do it all over the world and 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 you know a number of places in the u s and Chicago has been a special place in our hearts for the mm-hmm. last i guess about five years since we started doing things there um, and so it 's uh we 're looking forward to this
1: yes, us too um, i know I knew that typically the way that echo is these days um we would have a weekend of formation with young adults. And then on Monday, Monday afternoon, the teens would come in and the, most of the young adults stay with us to, to help put it on for the teens. Um, and then it's just phenomenal from till the, the following Thursday. So this is gonna be a little different this time. We're just doing the Friday, Saturday retreat um, and it's not residential. But what, what do you think is gonna be really great about what we're doing this, this go around?
3: Well, I think that there is a particular charism, you know, that uh, I think that, you know, the Lord gives his spirit to particular communities around the world and, and works in particular ways, given the different gifts and location and the people that are there. And so I think the Lord has poured a particular charism into our community and, uh, and into the relationships that we've been able to forge over the years with you guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that goes wherever we take this ministry. And so even though it's only going to be a few days, Uh, I just am excited to have the core of that charism, uh, which is really informed by St. John Paul II's thought Mm -hmm. and his teaching and his life uh, and the gift of of, uh, the sanctity of the body and the call to authentic love. It's something that everybody is just so starving for right now. And so, uh, you know, we're at the end of this retreat that I'm on right now. We're at the closing. We're about to head into the closing ceremonies. And the, the young adults that are on this retreat are Exploding with joy and freedom right now. I mean, if if I could put a meter on the joy and freedom that's about a hundred yards from me, where I'm standing, it's it's incredible, wow. and that's what I'm excited to tap into. I think uh, with the young adults in Chicago, uh, you know, if, if you're listening today and, and you're wanting more uh, to understand the truth of who of who God made you to be and how to pursue Him all the way to the end. Uh, in fact, we have a, a musician with us this week. His name's Mark Dufresne, and Mark will be with us in Chicago. Yes. And Mark's got a song, an original song that he was playing for us a little while ago called Made For You. And it's just crazy beautiful song of reminding us of the truth of who we are made to be. There's so many things in our lives that distract us from the truth
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. of the
3: core of who God made us to be. And knowing that we're made for Him and knowing that we're meant to actually experience His love in relationships with each other. It's something that John Paul taught us how to do. And I'm excited to be able to, to open that up, you know, uh, July 9th and 10th.
1: Yes, us too. And, um, and I think another really exciting thing is that you're, you're bringing Jason Everett. I mean, <laughs> he's going to be partnering with, yeah. with you and us to, to do this <clears throat> echo. I'm, and we're super excited about that. Um, so ha- tell us how that came about.
3: Yeah. So Jason and I have been, you know, it's been a gift to be, you know, in brotherhood with him for a long time. You mm-hmm. know, uh, we met in the early 2000s uh, at a youth conference down here in Louisiana. And and then in 2005, uh, you know, we started writing a program that later was published called The Theology of the Body for mm-hmm. Teens. And uh, it was him and uh, Christa, his wife, Crystalina mm-hmm. and myself and that program um, by God's grace, has been all over the world, and it's now you know ten years later uh, in two thousand and sixteen, we did an update of the program which is called you Life, Love and the Theology of mm-hmm, the Body mm-hmm. and so um, we've had our respective ministries going on in separate places for a really long time of um, Dunnock's ministries and, and down here in the south and chastity project out in the west and uh, but him traveling all over the world and uh, we've you know, we've we've stayed as good brothers and the Lord just kind of started pulling us closer together this past year. And seeing how we could really start to partner more intentionally together to to have a synergy between our ministries, and so um, we've been discerning a lot and seeing just a lot of a lot of beauty and peace in that, and um, and we're excited to have the first retreat that we're going to be doing together be right there in Chicago. Um, I can't wait.
2: Yeah, how exciting.
1: Yeah, we are super excited. How exciting!
2: And I want to ask you this question as well. You've been on the road, you know, uh, through throughout the pandemic. I, I want to ask you though, how how's the temperature of the the young adults out there i mean of course it's summer now it's hot but <laughs> how are they i'm sure they're they're itching to to be in person to to be there how's how's it going over there in uh, louisiana
3: well i you know honestly i have traveled and it's not only been louisiana i've mm-hmm. been i've been around the country a, a a decent bit um i went out on the road with my family for a while That's actually right. uh, last it. fall uh, in in uh a, an extended sort of family mission trip uh in a, in an r v traveling from state to state parish to parish, and you know the temperature I think was very similar in a lot of places and that like a, a lot of us were really hurting you know being yes. sequestered and and, and isolated, yeah. and for young adults, it did a lot of damage, you know a lot of them really turning to some of the things that um that are not good for us, mm, turning sure. to alcohol, turning to pornography uh turning to uh you know, binging on these certain things, even, you know, Netflix and digital sort of stuff where it's just, I mean, if you, when you were stuck at home and you had nothing to do, a lot of people just started to be consumed with their technology. And so I've seen a great desire mm-hmm. uh, in those young adults to come out into authentic relationship. And I can't wait to to see what that's like in your neck of the woods to, to have young adults come together in person. All the events that we've been doing have just been, there's been so much joy to be in person together and to see each other face to face and to be able to, yeah, still being smart, right, with COVID protocols, but but not letting uh, that stop us from from having a true communion. Um, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yes, us too. I know it's it's been so difficult to do everything over Zoom or Teams. You know, yeah. um, we've been able to, fortunately, I think, it was a little gift, a, yeah, a, a, definitely a gift that that technology um, suddenly came to the forefront during all this. Um, and it was a way to keep in touch with people and to even ha- have more people in a meeting than ever in some cases because they w- they could easily log into it. Um, but I think there was something missing, you know. I mean, it's so much nicer to be able to sit here across the table from you, Ray, yeah. um, <laughs> and, and be able to talk in the person. A sense of community yeah. and family, yeah. For sure. And so I think having everybody at St. Alphonsus is, is uh, it's going to be refreshing. You know certainly exciting so and and incidentally i don't think we said that before this is going to be at uh st alphonsus at 1429 west wellington avenue in chicago on july 9th and 10th so um so let's talk a second about what that july 9th and 10th is going to look like Uh, brian do you want to share some of the schedule
3: yeah, so Friday night I think it's around if I'm not mistaken five thirty that we'll come together mm-hmm. and people will start arriving and having you know, grabbing a bite to eat for dinner and then uh, around six thirty is when we'll have some introductions mm-hmm. and by seven o'clock heading into our into our first uh, our first session, our first talk. Uh, with some live music and prayer, and, um, and, and from there launching into the rest of an evening, uh, that will, will have mass, uh, you know, uh, that evening as well. So if, if you're, you're somebody who needs to go to work and early in the morning, you could still, you'll still be able to catch a sacrament of, of, uh, mass later in, at night. Um, and so we'll be able to worship together, we'll be able to reflect together on the truth of our story and, we'll, and God's, God's call in our lives, um, and, and, and be lifted up by the beauty of that, uh, looking back to the beginning of what did God make us for from the very beginning. That, and our, the title of the retreat, Echo, comes from St. John Paul II's language, where he says we have an echo in our hearts of the original innocence that we once had back in the garden, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the Garden mm-hmm. of Eden, which right, is, is not just a story that was a long time ago of naked people and a talking snake and, and they <laughs> ruined my life. You know, that's the exactly. idea sometimes we think today, true, but yeah. there's so much beauty there to be recovered and he helps us get there. And we're, we love unpacking that with people. So we'll start that Friday night. We'll come back, uh, you know, we'll probably finish up or, around 10 o'clock or something like that. Nice. Uh, and then come back Saturday morning, I believe it's what is about nine or 930 Um, there's an optional session in the morning for some morning prayer. Then we'll have some, you know, continental sort of things that people can grab some coffee and then open up our our next day together with a, you know, another slate of a mix of talks. And you'll have an opportunity to also be in some small groups. So they'll have some young adults throughout the weekend. You won't just be a one number inside of a larger group, but you'll have a smaller group of young adults that you'll get a chance to, to talk with throughout the weekend and process and share with. Uh, which is which is really an exciting thing, um, Sister Tracy Duga, who is mm-hmm. a, a daughter of St. Paul there in Chicago, mm-hmm, will mm-hmm. be joining us uh, to helping some of the speaking uh, myself, Jason Everett mark dufrane uh, leading music, uh, you guys helping us on the on the side of m c you know uh, and it's just going to be a wonderful day weaving in and out from uh, listening and sharing and celebrating we 'll have some hangout time at night with something we call coffee house with some live music and just chilling together and enjoying uh, some time to, to hang out and be in community. Uh, yeah. We'll have uh, an opportunity for um, a few priests will be available, at least for a little while for the sacrament reconciliation. So it's just going to be an awesome, awesome weekend.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and also, just so everybody knows, we actually have some other sisters coming as well. Uh, we, have, we have at least one seminarian that I know of that'll be there. Some others that have said they will try. Um, of course, we'll have s- several priests there, um, and Ray and I—we're going to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, and of course, uh, your team, Brian. So we're we're so excited to, that you guys are coming. Um, this is going to be just just a great weekend. So uh, we encourage all of you listening, if you're if you're a young adult, and that the definition of young adult means you graduated from high school at least a year ago, um, and and then it. That, Age can be whatever after that. Uh, we do tend to get a lot of um, just-out-of-college kind of young adults, but certainly anybody is welcome. Um, and the, it is very affordable. It's just $95 for the two days. That includes all your meals, all your materials, and, of course, um, the location, the speakers, everything. And if you if you would like, those of you listening, if you would like to just join us virtually, that's a possibility too. Uh, we do have a way to register to d- to be a a participant virtually and that's just $45 so either way we hope you'll join us we hope you'll become a part of our echo family Um, and then we have lots of ways to to work with you throughout the year after this so so we're looking forward to seeing everybody
3: And that virtual option also is, uh, you know, there will be some virtual small groups uh, Mm -hmm. that will happen as well. So if that's your reality, you can't make it for some reason, you really can't get there, you're sick or something, you could also share the link, you know, share the registration with people who don't live in the Chicago Mm -hmm. area and they could get on and you could still maybe have some discussion, you know, uh, about the beautiful things that you're experiencing, uh, even experiencing it from afar.
1: Absolutely.
2: And it's not too late yet to register as well, so go ahead and... Uh, Go to our websites at uh, uh, respectlifechicago.org and then click on the events tab there and you'll find a lot of information about the Echo Mini and, of course, a button to register. So go ahead, uh, www.respectlifechicago.org and hit uh, that events tab.
1: All right. Well, Brian, we thank you so much. I know that you're super busy and you're in the process of wrapping up a, a very important Echo week, Weekend with some young adults, even as we speak.
3: I hear it's, the
2: birds in the background.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love I it.
3: stepped outside for a few minutes here. Yeah.
2: So. So,
1: you, so you get back to that. We look forward to seeing you next week and your team and everybody who's going to join us. So thanks for you. Thanks again, Brian. See you soon.
3: Sounds good. Look forward to seeing you all. God bless. God bless. <laughs>
2: The 27th Annual Catholic Charities Golf Classic will take place on July 19th and you are cordially invited to attend. Gather your friends and work colleagues for this fabulous event that will take place on two beautiful golf courses, Shore Acres in Lake Bluff and Knollwood Club in Lake Forest. Proceeds will benefit Catholic Charities programs and services in Lake County. All state and CDC guidelines will be followed and registrations are filling up quickly call 847-814-3839 today. That's 847-814-3839. Thank you on
6: behalf of everyone we serve in Lake County. The word made clear is exactly what its name implies. It's an easy to understand explanation of the word of God, the gospel. Hello, I'm Father James McElhone, Director of Biblical Formation for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'd like to invite you to take our free online Bible study program by going to thewordmadeclear.org. Our website offers an audio-based guide to the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Listen to my lectures and follow along with the handouts provided. There are even discussion guides. You can also explore the biblical roots of the Mass. And there are links to a wide variety of biblical sources that will benefit both teachers and students of the sacred scriptures. Just go to wordmadeclear.org to experience our free online Bible study program. Again, it's free at wordmadeclear.org. It's the Word of God. Enjoy. Come by the power.
1: Welcome back to Fully Alive, the radio program of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity at the Archdiocese of Chicago. You are listening to and or watching Dawn and Ray, both from uh, Respect Life Ministries at the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity. And we are talking today about our upcoming ECHO conference slash retreat um, that we'll be holding next weekend, the 9th and 10th.
2: It truly is, I'm uh, just reflecting on this during the break, but it truly is uh, an invitation to that fullness of life. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about echo. We talk about this retreat. We talk about the theology of the body. And, of course, you know, we're part of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity. But yep. really, this is uh, an invitation to live out the fullness of life that God calls us to.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's so heartbreaking. There's so such an identity crisis yeah. in our world today. Um, people don't know who they are. They don't know why they're here. Um, and they actually are listening to things from the culture that really aren't true. They're listening to things that the evil one is whispering in their ear. Um, and then they start to question themselves. So we have the answer to that, right? Theology of the body. Um, John Paul II is such a prophet. Um, he foresaw a lot of what we're going through now, Mm -hmm. um, you know, back in the in the '70s and '80s, when he actually started this work, and it's taken, I don't know, almost a generation, yeah, to yeah. just to get this get the word out. Um, but people are really this is really something you can you can just wade in and sink your teeth into, and um, really learn so much about yourself yeah. and about your relationship with God and who God is and who Jesus is, right, and so. what what does that mean for me? You know, all this is so is such an important thing. So.
2: It's, yeah, it's daunting. When you hear the word theology, it's mm-hmm. like, and, you know, I, I, I go around different schools and I say that word theology of the body, and they get caught up with that whole word theology because they're like, oh, oh that's going to be a lot of studying and this and that.
1: Well, yes. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> if, you're, if you're rare or <laughs> me, it's a lot of
2: studying. <laughs> we, should be, uh, we should be humbled when we're entering into studying God, right? Yes. It's a humbling thing. Uh, and John Paul II gives us that language of, you know what? There's a study of God. There's a theology. There's a study of God that's being revealed through the way he made us.
1: Right. How beautiful is that? So, and, I, and I think sometimes people get hung up on the word body, too. Right. And yeah. they say, well, what is this, sex education? Right. Um, yeah. It's not. It really isn't. It's, but it is It's, understanding who we are because God created us human. Mm-hmm. And the fact that God became human really says a lot about who we are
2: his love for us too so
1: yeah one of the things that john paul ii said was that jesus came to reveal man to himself mm-hmm, right mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and 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 through his coming his his being born his living on this earth and in the way he died and the way he rose again it tells us all about ourselves and where why we're here and where we're going right
2: yeah he redeemed us and he invites us he invites us to uh to his father's place to his father's house right this is mm-hmm. we uh this place right here right now here on earth a temporary place mm-hmm. but um he really does call us to his heavenly father's mansion
1: right absolutely yeah. and, there, and so there's a reason why we're here the reason reason why we're made the way mm-hmm. we are um and that's what it's all about.
2: Yeah. My first impression of, of Echo, I remember uh, I was invited to head over there with my family a long time ago when we, uh, my wife and I, I think we just had two kids during that time. <laughs> oh, really? Ooh, the the good easy days. life. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, it was a great gift because they were younger and, you know, it was our first kind of family, I don't know what to call it, called, a retreat, I guess. Because, you know, we would uh, I would go solo and then my wife would sometimes go to uh, a retreat for her as well. But this time is a whole family retreat. And it was just a beautiful atmosphere, a beautiful venue, uh, a, a beautiful community mm-hmm. that welcomed us. Yes, And we saw priests, we saw uh, sisters, we saw uh, young adults there, and we were us uh, as a family. And it, was a, it was a beautiful, it's just a, a beautiful gift to see that, that fullness of, of life. Yeah, we're
1: all invited to. Well, and and spoiler alert um, Ray's whole family's going to be there (laughs) on the 9th and 10th. And he now has five kids, count them five, and one more on the way. Yeah, my
2: my wife's fully pregnant.
1: (laughs) Fully. Uh, so um, very exciting that um, that your whole family will be there, and I know that your children look forward to this every year. And it was so disappointing that we had to call it they off last do. year, thanks to the pandemic. And so. I,
2: I had to I had to kind of give them a, a little bit of a, a warning. You know, this is not the usual echo that we go to. This is a two day thing because they were expecting to hold the games because we used to, we, we usually would play in the, the big courtyard there. Yes, uh, but uh, this time around it'll still be a gift because yeah we'll be surrounded by young adults. We'll be surrounded by uh, our brothers and sisters really building that community
1: Mm -hmm, for sure so all right well we um it's just about time for another break so we're going to take a break and when we come back we're actually going to talk to someone who is an alumnus of echo Mm -hmm. and one of our theology of the body ambassadors and a little bit about what his impression of echo is as well as what he's done with it so see you after the break
2: yes
5: Throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, Catholic Charities has continued to respond to the needs of people who come to us for assistance. More than 850,000 meals and food parcels have been offered to those who are struggling with food insecurity. Over 108,000 homelessness prevention hotline calls have been answered. Over 22,000 people have received mental health services and $2 million in financial assistance has been provided to keep people housed. If you or someone you know needs assistance, email us at gethelp at catholiccharities.net. That's gethelp at catholiccharities.net. Or call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you.
7: Catholic
3: Charities Schreiber Center for Human Services is now open in Round Lake. Due to the pandemic, we are limited in the number of in-person programs that we currently can provide. However, a food pantry is open twice a week and a Wednesday night supper is held with to-go meals every week. A wide range of senior services are now offered as well. If we can assist you or someone you know, please call us at 847-546-5733. That's
1: 847 847- Before, during, and after COVID-19,
3: Catholic Charities is here for you.
0: You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago.
1: For hanging through the break. You are listening and/or watching the fully alive radio slash podcast of the uh, Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity at the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'm Dawn Fitzpatrick, along with my co-worker Ray Pingoy. And we have dedicated this hour to talking about our Echo Chicago Mini. Mm-hmm. And what it is Echo Chicago is all about. We just spoke with Brian Butler, the executive director of Dumox Ministries. He shared some of um, what where Echo came from, what we can expect next weekend when we have Echo Chicago mini here at St. Alphonsus on the 9th and 10th of July. And now we actually have somebody we would consider alumni of Echo Chicago as well as one of our Theology of the Body ambassadors, and his name is Marcos Martinez, who was born and raised in Berwyn, Illinois. He was recently hired as a ministry, ministry coordinator for Iscali, um, a Catholic ministry organization that supports Latino young adults. He joined Iscali after living in his initiation retreat in March of 2019 and has been an active member of the St. Leonard community since he served as a community coordinator in January of 2020. Um, as I mentioned, Marcos also has has done some talks for us. So welcome Marcos, how are you doing?
8: Hi Don. thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is so exciting. This is the first time for us doing our radio show live with somebody, somebody on the other end who we can see. It's great to see you. <laughs> <laughs> other than yeah, when I people Ray were in the studio. Ahead. Yeah, so um, it's great to have you. So tell us a little bit Marcos about Um, your experience with ECHO Mm -hmm. and how that led to what you do now at Escali.
8: Yes. So I got invited to ECHO back in 2019 um, by the pastor at my parish, uh, Father Bobby Kruger, Mm -hmm. who I think is, uh, um, you guys know very well. He's a a huge advocate of Theology of the Body and um, the ECHO retreat. So he he saw it fit that I... um, that I go to the retreat and go try to go um, for the full week to go and live it as a young adult, and then to stay and serve um, for the teens that go as well. Mm-hmm. And it was a great experience. Um, there was two of my friends who are also members of Viscali that I got to be there with during the young adult portion. And um, I really didn't know what to expect, but it was a lot a lot to take in, just about learning. Learning more about my faith through the lens of my body um, and my sexuality, trying to understand my identity. I think at that point in my life, I was really, uh, really trying to find what my purpose was, how I was going to be living that out as a a man of faith Mm -hmm. and um, ECHO really helped give me a better understanding of the gifts that I was given um, and how I could live those out, how I can be given those, how I could live as a man for others. And I got to put it into practice the second half of the retreat when um, I was given, assigned a small group with the, with the teen section of the retreat and, and was able to kind of help offer some guidance uh, to the young people in my small group uh, while they were living the, the ECHO experience.
1: Great, great. And then that led to you wanting to do more with, with Theology yes. of the Body. Uh, you came to a couple of workshops that Ray and I led um, that gave you— a, a deeper understanding of theology of the body uh and you were able to even do some talks for us out on our chastity education initiative and it was also i, I remember this as
2: well cuz when you told me that you were heading to uh the theology of the body institute to hear uh jason oh, i'm sorry uh Christopher West yes. Christopher West i was so excited for you can you can you tell me how how does it feel to uh to be at that young adult and hearing this uh this message and, and how important is it to, for the young adults to hear this message, really?
8: Yeah, yeah. So um, as you guys had mentioned, you know, now I currently work with uh, Iscali, and we, we do um, young adult ministry for Latinos in the Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. And something that was so attractive to me when I became a part of Iscali and why I wanted to take the job was because of the— um, I thought that there was a lot of potential and, and power in, in the energy of young people and, um, being in a community of people that were, you know, my age and from a similar background, um, it really gave me a sense of understanding myself better and under- trying to understand other people and really the, the opportunity then to be working with young people and, and, um, and to see how God is working through, through people, even as the times have changed, right. And, and the way that we understand our faith has. uh, has kind of shifted. I think that it's been really refreshing to see that there's still some simple truths about our humanity, right, Amen. and no matter our age or, or where we kind of grow up, there's still a couple of simple truths. And and when I've been working with young people and hearing kind of the struggles that, that, are going, that we're dealing with in today's culture, and then learning about theology of the body and how it offered some answers um, for for who we are and how how to navigate today's culture, mm-hmm. uh, I knew that there was just a that there was a calling for me um, that I had always had this understanding about you know what we were made for and knew that it was more and and having that desire to help others see it walk walk with others in the in their spiritual journey towards uh, really towards towards the kingdom right and and not letting people fall fall victim to sin and temptation right. and um, fall off off of a path of righteousness and, and to have them fully understand and embrace uh, the fullness of our faith.
1: Sure. Well, and you know, it's interesting because um, St. John Paul II actually coined the phrase the new evangelization, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly, I think, what we are doing here with this Theology of the Body uh retreat and with all we do with theology of the body is bringing this the new evangelization to people to help them to understand um how they can come to jesus at any point in their life and that he's open you know with open arms he's ready for you uh and and really your life doesn't make sense until you you get to know jesus really um at least that's that's one of my takeaways from from our theology of the body what what do you think marcos
8: yeah, and uh, I think, I think just that I, I continue to see it every day, and like that simple truth, right? Of that, we we all desire this, you know, fulfillment, mm-hmm. and we seek we seek it out in ways of the world, right? I, in my own life, I had really um, sought it out through right, like through women, um, drugs and alcohol, uh, even you know, sports, entertainment,
0: food. Mm-hmm. Yeah
8: just these worldly things that, um, I sought out to, to kind of fill this emptiness that we had, um, that we all have. And I see just throughout human history and throughout the people that I engage with mm-hmm. is that there's this emptiness and this, this seeking out of the fulfillment, right. And that none of it really made sense until I met Christ. And, um, that's, that was the beauty of it. Once, once I kind of, um, was exposed to that truth and exposed to, um, that encounter, There was no real turning back. And I mean, now, even if I have, uh, times where I struggle, um, I still could always fall back on that, on that truth and, and that encounter that I've had with Christ and knowing that he's the only thing that ma- that makes all of this make sense.
2: Sure. I, sure. I remember, uh, just a little bit of, uh, reminiscing here. I remember after Echo of 2019, we were all cleaning up, you know, packing up the, the van and everything. And then we, um, we needed an extra, uh, an extra vehicle to kind of go around the city and, and drop off some folks uh, at the airport. And I remember you, Marcos, and you kind of just volunteered out of nowhere. And my goodness, I just wanted to honor you for that. And, and look <laughs> at you now. I know you've always had that in your heart, that service. You want to serve God's people and I know during the pandemic, this was also during a time that you were called specifically to the ministry that you're serving now. How did that come about? I mean, again, during the lockdown, and then now you're serving full-time with Iskali.
8: Yeah. Yeah, I remember that uh, <laughs> that instance after my Echo experience in 2019. I had actually taken like one of the key cards home with me, yeah. and I had the to- I had to bring it back and you came back and because
1: Patty wasn't going to let you get too far without that key card coming back. I know that the Holy Spirit.
8: Yeah. But but I'm glad, I'm glad that I came back. I stayed to have mass with the team there and talk about my experience a little bit. And then, yeah, I was able to to offer my my car as a service to the airport and spend the day with, with you guys and, and uh, the the people from Delmox. So I was Mm -hmm. grateful for that, that experience and being, being open and available. Right. Uh, There's a lesson, right, to be open and available to God and and, and He gives. Um, So going back to your question, right, about the the pandemic and um, ministering to people in the lockdown, um, what we do here in Iskali is really relationship-based and and, um, we take an approach with retreats and uh, intentional communities of discipleship. And that was really tough to do. One, because we couldn't do retreats um, during mm-hmm. the pandemic, and even uh, trying to meet with our communities over Zoom um, got old really fast. It wasn't it wasn't the same thing for people, um, and we we just did what we could to just try to stay engaged with one another. And I think it was an opportunity to to grow deeper in relationship, even if we couldn't see each other face to face, if we could just share. Um, what was going, what was going on in our lives throughout the pandemic? What we were learning about ourselves, about our faith, what we missed about you know normal everyday life,
4: mm-hmm.
8: and I think that helped us give a sense of like being in this together. Um, but it was also a huge reminder of the importance of the things that we do in the ministry that we have, the importance of being inside of a church for mass, um, you know, be, seeing each other, and engaging in person. And having those types of relationships sure. and experiences in person I think it was a great reminder and now that we kind of on the, uh, sec- on the second half of of uh, whatever this pandemic is uh, we've seen people have the uh, energy and, and the excitement to be back again in person when we're able to do things and I think it's been a great reminder you know now it's now now looking ahead at, at engaging with one another in that way and doing ministry how we used to. Um, Mm -hmm. There's kind of that that sense of people not wanting to take it for granted anymore and um, trying to seek out more opportunities to meet new people and and to be in person with one another. I think that was one of the biggest things I've seen since now coming back from uh, lockdown,
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
8: that people have have learned to not try to take these experiences for granted.
1: Well, you know, I've noticed too, because now the churches are fully open and You know, people are able to come freely. They don't have to sign in anymore. And, you know, it it seems like you you see a new excitement. And that's one of the things my husband and I have said, as we see, we're like, look, new faces and they all seem eager. Um, I'm sure I know for myself, not not, you know, receiving um, the Eucharist for it was just, I don't know, a couple couple of months, really. uh, Last, what, the 2020 spring. Um, And then when the churches opened up partially, we were we were there every week. You know, we always made sure we signed up or helped or whatever mm-hmm. so we could be there. But I know that you just have this certain longing that you just—I think it gets to be like old hat. People yeah. forget what we're receiving and what, what a benefit it is to actually be with Jesus as, as often as you can, right? Um, and we have that in the Catholic Church. So so what a beautiful thing. And that's what Echo is going to bring, too. We're, we're going to be with Jesus and, um, and with, you know, his priests and— those who serve him, and, and yeah. people of every vocation. So um, it's very very exciting time.
2: That's, yeah. a, that's actually a great reminder, too, for us, because, yeah, during the lockdown, we kind of took things for granted, right? Mm-hmm. And um, now that uh, we're slowly opening up, as you mentioned, Don, fully opening up, uh we we can't take things for granted right. right we we have to see it all as a gift
1: just remember god god allows good to come out of anything Amen. that's that's yeah. not good and hopefully that that memory will will stick with people but you know we need to go to a break so if you can hang on there marcus we will be right back and if everybody else can just give us a minute listen to our psas and we'll be back momentarily
4: by the power of history. No. Mm-hmm.
7: Caring adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age nine to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312 312- 937 937 3375.
8: Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more, whether it's working from home or watching live stream masses on Sunday mornings. As we began adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this.
1: Was dead in the grave. Welcome back to Fully Alive. We have our final segment of the morning, and you are listening to Dawn and Ray. We're talking to Marcos Martinez about his experiences with Echo Theology of the Bunny and his current ministry, Escali. Thanks for being there, Marcos.
8: Yes, thanks for having me. It's sure. A joy.
1: Absolutely. So, tell us a little bit about what you're looking forward to yes. having Echo next weekend.
8: Well, I would say one is just to see both of you guys' lovely faces, um, <laughs> and I, honestly, I just um, for me um, theology of the body has been a huge like influence in in me and my and my faith, mm-hmm. and just a way for me to to live it out and. and to to learn more about it. So I'm just looking forward to hearing guys like Brian Butler and uh, Jason Everett to speak. They have both been really instrumental um, in me, in my formation. And um, I'm really looking forward to to see what they have to say. Also, because of my role with Iskali now, I have um, relationships with several young people who are doing ministry, who are looking to grow um, grow more in their faith, to mm-hmm. grow as disciples of Christ, and so I really want to help expose our community to um to theology of the body because of young people just needing this um in their life they needing them needing to understand how it isn't just you know living out their faith as as saying that you're a follower of Christ on the days that you want to be and right. then yeah. continuing to just be a young person in today's society. Yeah. On the other days that you want to be, I think it's the fullness, right? Uh, the fullness of of life and, and of our faith. And I think that once we're able to understand it through the lens of our body and our sexuality, yes. we're really to able to fully live it out. So I'm looking forward to bringing some young people who uh, don't maybe have as much exposure to theology of the body to be able to finally that little taste
1: mm-hmm.
8: and um, hopefully to have the willingness to go deeper into, into the theology of the body.
1: Well, I think you said something really interesting there and that is basically talking about the way that people try to compartmentalize their life mm-hmm. and they say, okay, well today I'm Catholic. I'm going to church. Tomorrow. I do this for a living the next day. You know, we're really, it. we, we are one holistic person. And our, mm-hmm. our faith and our relationship with Jesus Christ is a, is a big part of that all the time. And I think understanding the, our, our true identity and, and understanding why God created us helps us to realize that, you know, that we, we are faith-filled people 100% of the time, and we always should be living that out. Um, and when people try to, to keep it in a, in a little box, that's when they get into trouble, you know?
8: Yeah, yeah, and I think one of the, just to go deeper on that point, like something that I remember learning from from uh, my echo experience was this idea of um, spirit and, and body, right, and how sometimes we'll kind of try to separate those, or um, I know that I've I've met a lot of people who have a, a real dense a real sense of their spirituality and and feel that connection to Christ in that type of way, Mm -hmm. but um, maybe not as much in relation to their body or into the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And I think once I was able to learn more about those connections between my humanity and um, the divinity of God and and seeing the divinity in myself and in my body uh, was really what made the connection, right? And like how you said, the holistic approach. And that's what is important to me in my ministry, um, is that we help the the whole person and not just certain aspects. Um, so I think that that's one of the, one of the parts that I'm looking forward to help bring Mm -hmm. into, uh, my community here in the ministry, but also just into, into the Latino community itself for us to better understand our, our identity, our purpose, our vocations, um, Mm -hmm. through the lens of theology of the body.
1: Well, I think something else that, um, it becomes very apparent in our study of theology of the body and, and in our echo retreat as well is the importance of community and that we are called, we are called to be together, you know, and that's been so hard in the, during the pandemic because you couldn't be together um, in the full sense of community, the way God wants us to be. Um, And, but, so now we're going to have that opportunity again. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's so exciting that people get to, get to build a community and realize that God calls us to that. There's a reason why we call the Eucharist our communion, right? Because we're coming together in community with the same faith, the same beliefs, understanding our relationship to Jesus, his relationship to us. And that it, it, goes, it goes across you know, to others as well as up and down to, to just a relationship of our, with our, our Lord ourselves. So certainly um, all of that yeah. is a part of what we're going to get at ECHO.
2: I want to also lastly honor you, Marcos, for your hearts, for your dedication, for Mm -hmm. your passion in serving the young adults, in serving this. Uh, Can you speak a little bit about Iskali? I know you guys have a, uh, what do you call it, a fundraiser coming up. Maybe invite those to check out Iskali and your website as well.
8: Yes, thank you, thank you. So, yeah, and, uh, and Don had just mentioned it about the importance of Community and that's really what we look to do with our ministry. Um, You know, the main component of our of our ministry is these um, these three-day faith awakening retreats that we try to facilitate an encounter with Christ for for young people specifically in the Latino community. Um, We have such a a rich history with the Catholic faith, but I feel that sometimes it became more of a tradition than something that uh, we knew and understood so what we try to do with our ministry is is um, try to connect the faith that we've known and understood or known our whole life, but uh, in a way that connects with us in, in, our, uh, in our current situations. And um, we follow up on our retreats by uh, having intentional communities of, of discipleship uh, at different parishes. And we're also looking to move into, into the community colleges to offer our ministry there as well. Um, and we're looking to grow and, and, like I always said, take the holistic approach. So not only are we offering, you know, faith formation and uh, communities to live out as as disciples, but but also offering a, a mentorship program and scholarships to our young people to be able to help them in their um, educational journeys and, and help them find professional success as young people here in society and see that there's different options for them if they want a job in ministry, if they want to be a doctor, that we're looking to help them connect with people who have been there before and mm-hmm. offer that kind of guidance so that they feel like that they have a relevant place in the church and society here in the U.S. And we're having um, uh, our our annual gala, uh, a fundraising gala dinner, to uh, this January 24th. It's a uh, Saturday at the uh, Midwestern um, the Midwestern Conference Center, and we'll be honoring uh, Martin Cabrera, who's who's played an intricate role in the in the Latino community and supporting different initiatives mm-hmm. to help um, Latinos here in the Chicago land area. So, if you're looking for more information, visit our website at iscali.org, and you'll find our information there about uh, our gala that will help fundraise to support our programming and, and our mission of of uh, helping. Equip and empower young Latinos uh, to be the next generation of leaders for church and society.
1: Okay, and that's July 24th, July, yeah. right? I think you said January, but mm-hmm. you meant July. <laughs> they, both yeah, July they both start with the J. They both start with the J. Right. Okay, so we just have a just a couple minutes, so let's leave some last thoughts with everybody. Um, I hope that some of you who are listening or watching us are intrigued with the idea of coming to Echo, and that you'll join us because we do have. Um, just another about, what, eight days maybe until, yeah. Uh, yeah. until we come together as an Echo community. But we still have space. It's not so, too late to sign up. Not too late. And it's going to be such a fabulous couple of days. Um you're you're in for a treat so i encourage you to 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 sign up ray tell everybody again how they can sign up for it
2: go ahead and visit our website www.respectlifechicago.org and then click on that tab uh events tab over on the left side and then there's going to be information there and of course scroll all the way down there and you will see the registration button
1: Mm -hmm. and for the first time ever jason everett is coming to join us for echo of course brian butler will be there along with his team um Ray and I are the MCs, yeah so that should be fun right it truly is
2: dare I say life-changing event yes. right Life changing yes. yeah
1: so and of course Marcos will be there so I know you all want to come um Marcos do you have a couple last minute words to encourage people to come to echo uh,
8: yeah I mean I think you said it, it it was really a life-changing experience for me I um uh, I had a just a better understanding about myself and my purpose here, um, on earth and how I can really make an impact and serve God. It just in my everyday life, you know, and I feel Mm -hmm. like I've continued to live that out and have held on to a lot of the lessons I learned during my echo experience and just hearing Brian speak at, at the echo that I went to. And, and I've also seen Jason Everett speak. They're both so gifted and, um, really, I think, have a way of resonating with young people about talking about our faith. So I would just encourage it. It's a great experience and and a, an opportunity, right, to come out and meet new people, meet other people That's who right. are interested in growing in their faith.
1: Yes. And uh, Father Steve will be there, St. Yes. Alphonsus. So um, once again, everyone join us. Sign up at respectlifechicago.org. And we are looking forward to seeing you on the 9th and 10th of July. And I think it's about time for us to end this program. So we will also be back in August with yet another Fully Alive program. Thank you, Marcos, for joining us. Thanks to Brian Butler for joining us. Um, Enjoy your July, everyone. God bless.